Hey everybody, I am back from my first trip away from home and um, just enjoyed visiting my daughter and her family, Brady, Ruth, Gus, Winnie, Ruby, and Paisley. Uh, just had a great time visiting them and uh, hope you uh, hope you enjoyed the two past episodes that I used um, the last two weeks while I was away. But I want to get back to talking about the triune brain. Um, I love a statement that I picked up from a book years ago that says this, the way you define a problem, the way you define a problem shapes your solution. The way you define a problem shapes your solution. And uh, basically what's happened to me is the longer I've worked with people, the more I've realized that... Um, you know, I learned, I started from the spiritual and, you know, prayer and the word and, uh, you know, encouragement, worship, all the different things you, you would say are, are, are necessary components of a healthy spiritual walk with God and yourself and others. And that, that's kind of where I cut my teeth back in, honestly, back in the eighties. How about that? The eighties and nineties. And then, um, you know, I started to realize, oh, gee, I got to do some some relational counseling, relationship counseling, you know, marriages, families, etc. So I realized I, I probably needed some more training. So I went and got some more training and I got my master's degree in counseling and um, and, and, you know, learned things like cognitive behavioral therapy, where, it, you know, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he be transformed or changed by the renewing of your mind. Um, just learned some wonderful principles and, and honestly saw God do lots of really cool stuff. But the longer I've been at this, the longer I've worked with individuals, some of my own journey watching, you know, um, I think I've told you before, I can, I would say I'm a metamorphologist, which means metamorphosis change, ologist or ology, the student of, or study of. I'm a student of change. I read, think, pray, ponder, poke, experiment on you uh, with just what works and what doesn't, what creates lasting effects and what doesn't. And um, so in my journey, um, uh, you know, spiritual stuff, what I would probably call soul stuff, you know, um, like I said, and then I just, I, I'd run into certain issues and I'd be like, you know, I, 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 I don't know, man. There's something else here I need to know. And so the last piece of the puzzle, in fact, I'm, gonna, I'm speaking at Seacoast this weekend. And uh, I'm, I'm going to call this, I think, the last piece of the puzzle God's given me um, that I've enjoyed studying for about five to ten years now is the brain. And the quickest, simplest way that I've come across that is research-driven accurate is the triune brain. And so that's why we're talking about it. I, I found, again, remember how you define a problem shapes your solution. And what I found is that with some people, the, the challenge is rooted in their brain, the, the literal pile of mush between your ears. Um, there's no way to, to adequately talk about it in, in this context, and I'm not really equipped to talk about it the way you somebody else could but but here's the thing man it's a miracle 
all the all the research, all the advancements, all the things we've learned, we still can't really explain how it does what it does. But we are getting more and more understanding of what's going on between your ears. And here's a key way I, I, I want you to think about it. If, you know, diabetes is an issue involving the pancreas, um, your stomach can have issues, your heart can have issues, your arteries can have issues, your muscles, your bones, your skin. In other words, all the different parts of your body can have challenges doing the job God created them to do. Why do we have such a hard time accepting that the brain is a functional organ that does a job in our body, our body being this this vessel that carries us. We're not our body. Our body's not us. We're, we're a spirit. We have a soul. We live in a body. But the point is, our brain has jobs to do. And just like every other organ, every other part of your body, uh, unfortunately, and we all hate it, but it can not do its job well. Or, <laughs> in the case of your brain, it can do certain parts of its job too well. And you'll see what that what I mean by that as we, we get into it a little bit. But that's why we're talking about the brain. Um, you know, I had to figure out how to how do how do I explain to myself and others uh, a woman. I, I'll never forget this. A woman comes to me married recently and has a she's she's an intercessor, she's at prayer. Every time the doors are open, she's she's one of the most faithful, giving, generous parts of our church. Yet, when certain things were poked in her, she would almost come across like she was possessed by a devil. She would yell and scream and cuss like a sailor. And we cast every devil out of her we knew how to cast out of her. We were into that then and, and still would do it now if... It was needed, but um, didn't help, didn't work, didn't fix the problem. Remember how you define a problem? Shapes your solution. So I, it was kind of one of those things that I put over here and said, you know what, God, I, I'd, I'd love for you to help me figure that one out. And then I encountered different things. And here's what eventually I found out in her particular case, and I've used this in lots of cases since. She had a very uh, unsafe, um, abusive childhood and had grown up in a family that had severe anger problems. Severe. I'm talking like way beyond normal. So what would happen is she would manage life pretty well until she was triggered, keyword there, triggered by certain things. And a, here's what I learned. A different part of her brain took over, told the rational, slower hey, let's be careful what we say and do part of her brain, told it to go sit, sit on the bench for a little while. I got this. And just rawr. And then afterwards, she'd be like, the thinking part, the rational part of her brain would come back in charge, you might say. And she'd be like, oh my gosh, did I really do that? Did I really say that? Now, if you don't know what you're doing, you'd say, oh, she's got a demon. Well, you know, whatever. I, I Like I said, I believe in them. I've seen them. And it yes, it happens. But I found that in more cases than not, it's a brain issue. 
And it's a part of the brain that has a very, very, very important job to do that's doing it overzealously. So let me just say a few things real quickly as we get back into this whole looking at the brain. Um, the brain, again, I found it's much more complicated than this, but I found it helpful to look at the brain as, with three, three parts. Uh, three parts that each have different jobs and responsibilities. Um, and they don't, they work together, but they compete for control under certain circumstances. All right? How they work, how they work together, what triggers them, what, what makes them feel in their place and work together well and smoothly is determined by two things. Genetics, meaning mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, all that. In other words, what, what physiologically have you inherited? If you, can, if you can inherit the color of your eyes, your skin, your musculature, your height, your you know, what body build, etc. You, you can inherit all kinds of things. Well, one of the other things you can inherit is the, the, the competing, contrasting parts of your brain and how they take and give control to one another. So what determines how your brain functions? Genetics and, really important, early life experiences. Genetics and early life experiences. So what am I trying to say to you? I'm all about helping you change. I'm all about helping you find and enjoy freedom. Real, lasting freedom. And in my quest, now I can say 40-year quest, the last frontier has been the study of the brain. So that's what we're going to be talking about for the next few weeks. And um, just a little bit of a heads up, we're going to be switching to Instagram Live in May. So if you're not on Instagram, please get on over there. It's not a big deal. Just start an account. And um, if you are, then uh, find me and connect with me somehow. And uh, uh, we're going to start broadcasting this live on Instagram. And it will still be put on Facebook, but it won't be live on Facebook, I don't think, unless there's a way to do that. All right? Love you guys. And uh, if you're around or can tune in online, I will be speaking this weekend, um, April the 18th, 2021, at Seacoast Church. All right? Love you guys. Bye.